Welcome to In the News for September the 30th, 2022. I am Brett Burney from AppsAndLaw.com. Uh, and this is Jeff Richardson from iPhone JD. So we finished last week's episode, <laughs> Brett. And I figured yes, you were going to the Apple store in Chicago. And I'm yeah. like, you know, there's a chance no. he might buy a product. Um, but I was wrong. You didn't buy a product. Nope. Uh, and I thought there's a chance you might buy two products. But I was wrong again. What did you, you were do? wrong. <laughs> I got a total of three products. So you just got so the trifecta. <laughs> I did. I did. And I knew. So, so, so here's the thing. I'll, I'll back up quickly because I think you and I have talked about this tip that we've heard from several places, Jeff, right? A lot of people, when, when I, Apple announces new products, right? They announce the date that you can do a pre order. And there's a right. lot of people that you and I follow that will get up at like 5 a.m., you know, on that time, depending on their East Coast. Okay. You too. That's what I do. Yep. <laughs> like you. Exactly. And you like click and you try to get it ordered as quickly as possible right. because you want to be able to receive it as soon as it is available. Now, I've done that a couple of times. And if you don't get in with what, the first 10 minutes or 15 right. minutes, Jeff, right. something like that, you are already getting backed up on when you're going to receive the uh, said products <laughs> that you have attempted to pre-order. I think I hear now some people that had pre-ordered on that day, which was, was it, was that Two weeks ago, yeah, there the were day different was. days for different products. Different yeah, day, yeah, for same. the different products. But like they're now, you know, two weeks minimum, maybe three, four weeks out. I mean, people are saying that, especially for the iPhones, you know, 14 and the, and the 14 Pro, they're like late October something. Now, you and I have been doing this long enough also as well. And I tell people this, Apple is so good at their logistics that you're probably, it's a very good chance not guaranteed, but a very good chance you're going to get it earlier than that. A lot sure. of times they're so good at doing that. But the tip that I knew about since I was in Chicago <laughs> and I was actually taking an architectural cruise, which has the dock to board the little cruise literally about out of maybe 50 feet away <laughs> from the <laughs> Apple store on Michigan Avenue, which, you know, to me, I just had to take as a sign from the Apple gods, right? Of it's course, like, okay, they're putting you right there. You have to wait 30 minutes before you get on the boat anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on the boat, and, which was fascinating, by the way, I have to say, and, and you said this to me last week as well. Yeah, I think a great we tour. were off. It was really fascinating. But of course, I missed maybe just little bits and pieces of it because I'm on my phone checking the Apple store app. So this is not the app store, right? We all know about mm -hmm. the app store. We can go in and buy apps, but Apple has a really excellent Apple store app. I think that's what they officially call it, right? Let me mm -hmm. see. Yep. Yeah, the, Apple right app, right. my, mm -hmm. the Apple store app, which is not to buy necessarily digital products because that's what the app store is. And we used to have the iTunes store. This is, you can go into the Apple store and the experience is pretty phenomenal, Jeff. I, you can go in and you can say, here is the Apple store I want to check for. Basically, I think of it as checking inventory. Sure. Of course, the Apple store already can tell that you're close to this store. It's like, hey, do you want to come in? I'm like, yes, I do. So you can actually get in to the Apple store app and say, I said, I want to check on this Apple store at Michigan Avenue. And I want to see, do you by any chance have in store an iPhone 14 Pro? Do you have the new Apple Watch Ultra? Do you have the brand new AirPods Pro version two, which this was last Friday. This was the day that those yeah. those came out. And it, the, the, the like I said, the unspoken 
kind of a tip that people say is every Apple store, just about every Apple store, physical Apple store, gets a certain number of products either every day or a number of products that they can sell physically in the store because they want to make people happy, right? yeah. I guess, this is what I assume, that come into the store as opposed mm -hmm. to like turning them away and say, nope, sorry, you know, we're not going to have any more until October. Now, the Apple Store employees are very keen and they've been trained well to not tell you like, oh, we don't know if we're going to get any more in, you know, tomorrow. Right, right, so, right. right? Uh, they always say this. But if you check the Apple Store app, you can literally configure the devices that you want and it'll tell you. You can pick it up same day at that time at this physical Apple yeah. Store or so, does that you what you choose did? to pre-order it. Did you actually order it from the app and then I pick did. it up at the store? Okay, yes, so you sir. didn't just yeah. walk in the store and say, let's no. see what you have. When you right. walked in, you already knew that your three items have been paid for and we're going to be waiting <laughs> exactly. for you. Exactly. So for fact, example, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, my first question was going to be, you, and I guess you could always <laughs> immediately uh, return it, but you got the new Apple Watch Ultra, which yes. I am very, very interested in, but I'm still mm. concerned that it's too big for me. So you bought it we'll sight talk. unseen without actually seeing it on your watch, without, well. without actually feeling it on your wrist. Well, we talked about this last week as well, right? I knew that the physical Apple store was going to have some table models, right? Right. right like right. I knew that they were going to have, like, they don't sell those. You know, some mm -hmm. stores you go in and it's like, well, we got a display model. Apple, well, to my knowledge, they don't sell those display models, but they always have some on the table that you can pick up and, you know, paw and, and, and fondle and, mm -hmm. you know, whatever you want to do, they let you touch it. And so I knew at least, at the very least, I was going to be able to go in and see the size, put it on my wrist, check out like, what is it going to feel like? You know, how does it, how does it stack up to the Oda? I knew that I was going to be able to do that. And that pretty much sealed the deal mm -hmm. <laughs> once I was able to do that, because I could at least, I, mean, I guess if it, you, you know, had without... done that and you had said, wow, this is crazy. I don't like it at all. You could just right. cancel the order that you had just made. And then you would have been fine, I guess. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. in fact, actually, I went in and looked at it all first, Jeff, before I went on the boat. Oh, so you even at looked at it, yeah. And so it was actually after I got off the boat, I'm like, well, okay, if it's still available, mm -hmm. then I'll order it. And sure enough, I ordered it, and they give you the ability to select an actual time to walk into the store, which was That's about nice. two hours after I did the order. So mm -hmm. even then, and I got to tell you, before the boat, <laughs> I was walking around, and I was, I was trying on the watch and I was changing watch bands and I was looking at it all and I was like playing around with it and there were people that just came in and said I want that I want the new mm -hmm, iPhone Pro, mm -hmm. Pro I want this and and they had a few in stock like I knew they were going to have some in stock but it was only a matter of how many right did they have that they could sell that day from what I can yeah. tell they have so many they can sell each day physically to people walk-ins and then they stop and then they can sell maybe some more the next day or something like that. Yeah. So, so let me, let me start some. Yeah. asking you some questions. So, and let's start with the Apple watch. Okay. Because that's, yeah. that's the one yeah. I'm intrigued about the Apple watch ultra. Um, you have, you've worn an Apple watch like every day for years. Right. So you, From you know, you know, extremely version well what, zero. A, yes. what an Apple watch feels like. Um, yes, sir. so what, what, I mean, the, the, the biggest physical difference, the size difference, the flat yeah. screen, what, yeah. what's, what's good, what's bad. What, I mean, obviously you bought it. So I know you decided it was better, but what do you think? <laughs> I have to tell you, it is big. There's no getting around that. We talked about this last week. However, Jeff, like we also talked about last week, so light. I cannot, mm -hmm. like, I looked at it, I saw the size on the table, and I thought, man, that's big. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I thought, that's going to be heavy. Incredible. When you pick it up, 
it's just pretty amazing that it is as big and I would even say bulky as it is, but it is so stinking light. Mm-hmm. I, I would almost even say like, because I got to tell you, once I was walking around with it, I walked around that evening after I purchased it. And at first I could, I could sense it there. But then truly, after maybe half a minute or so, it would just, it felt like anything else. Like I, I didn't even feel it. I, yeah. I, from the weight aspect, nothing, no issues whatsoever. Yeah. In fact, and let me just I say on, on the weight part, yeah. I understand what you mean because you used to always use the aluminum version of the Apple Watch. Correct. Right? Yes. Which is the lightest version of it. Correct. And since day one, yes. I have always used the stainless steel version, which is heavier. Yes. And from day one, I have never had a problem with the weight. And in fact, as I'm sitting here, I can't remember if the one, if the ultra that you have is a little bit heavier than my stainless steel or a little bit lighter. I think it's actually a little bit lighter, but suffice it to say, I, I understand and, and agree with you that the weight is not an issue. What yeah. about the size, however? Just the fact that it's a little bit bulkier, does it feel weird on your wrist? Does it feel weird under when you have a long sleeve shirt on? Tell me about yes. that. That's the thing. When I'm just doing short sleeves or today I've got my sleeves rolled up like right now, no problems whatsoever. Now, I have also found, Jeff, that that depends on the band that I'm wearing. And I'll tell you one thing that I found. So the, the only thing about getting whatever inventory they have in the store is you basically have to go through and get what you want. I, I, there's three different bands we talked about. The Alpine band, which we call the mountain climbing band, right? Mm-hmm. There is the, um, the, tra- the, trail the, loop. the scuba, the trail loop right which is for uh, hiking or running uh, mm-hmm. and then they have the ocean band i ocean think is what band. they call it but i call right. it the scuba diving band well mm-hmm. guess which one they they only had one available <laughs> for me <laughs> which it's funny because i don't go to the ocean probably hardly at all i can maybe count on maybe one <laughs> hand the number of times i go to the ocean never been scuba diving in my life but guess uh-huh. which band they had available <laughs> exactly it was the scuba diving band i now, guess you got to get scuba certified now and it's i, you know, I, I, I know Apple's exactly. requiring it, I guess. exactly yeah. exactly now yeah. i like it but i don't love it the scuba yeah. band it's, I just it's came big with it. i mean i've seen it it's the one that's got if, if you look at the pictures of it, it's got like the little tiny little loops in it it's um yes. it's it's a honking band but of course you don't need to i mean maybe you're wearing it today to show it off you know for the I podcast am. yeah but yeah. you don't need to use that band you could use the Correct. bands that you had previously been using yes like a sport yes. loop or one of those sorts yes. of things yeah and that's what i'm trying i will tell loop, you yeah. mm-hmm. i think we talked about this a couple of months ago i went out and, and finally purchased like the 50 dollar apple version of the solo sport loop right that's the one the that has no loop. band yeah. mm-hmm. the, the solo loop that has it has no clasp it has nothing on it it's just you have to get the exact size for your right. wrist and for me it was size seven now when I put that band, which I love, by the way, and that was mm-hmm. fantastic on my Series 5 watch that I had. When I put it on, it's good. It's much better than the Ocean Band. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wore home back on the plane because that works the best I have found with a long sleeve shirt. However, because this Apple Watch Ultra is just a little bit taller than my Apple Series 5, you know where I'm going with this? The band isn't quite as snug. So, you so need I'm a using different the same. size for that. I That's don't know yet. I, I yeah. want to go back into an Apple store because that is another great tip. Like you can try on if you want one of these. That's the mm-hmm. solo loop, right? With no clasps or anything on it, which I love because when I'm typing on a computer and on the table, you know, nothing clasps. In the ocean band, there's actually two <laughs> titanium things that come on this. But I love the solo loop. 
And so I don't know. I don't know if going down to a six size would be too snug or if it would just be just right. I still wear my size seven. It's not so bad, but I do find that it's just slight, ever so slightly loose that the watch will tend to turn a little bit on my wrist, right? Mm. And when I am wearing a long sleeve, you know, dress shirt with it, with it buttoned down, um, yeah, sometimes it is hard to kind of pull that sleeve up and see the mm-hmm. time. Like yeah. sometimes I usually just thrust my arm out, right? And I can see the time. But I have noticed there is more bulk, <laughs> more mm-hmm. more uh, 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 height on here that you have to get that sleeve over. And in some yeah. cases, I, you know, some of my shirts work better than others. And of course, if you've got, you know, like a, a, a long sleeve sweatshirt or something like that, it's not a problem. Yeah, and I misinterpreted what you were saying about the solo loop. I thought that you meant that because the watch was bigger, you would actually need to go up one size in the solo loop. But you're saying no. just the opposite, that because yes. it, it it lifts off your wrist a little bit more, you might you might perhaps want a tighter solo loop. Yes. Interesting. That, okay. Or I have found that the actual height of the face, Jeff, is just a little bit higher than my Series right. 5. Right. And so that makes, you know, that is more space there that the loop can't make up. In other words, mm-hmm. I would have to go down a size but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta try. Like I don't know if the six would be too much. Now yeah. that said, that's my favorite watch band that I have been using. There are several others, right? The Sport Band, right, which is the one that comes, you know, by default with all other Apple right. watches. Right, got the clasp one at you. Right, exactly. You know, I, I have several of those and several others, but I feel like I'm still in my time of experimentation on which is going to be the best band. I yeah. like this Ocean Band, I do, but I don't love it. As I said, yeah. it's really nifty how it works. It's got this extra band here that holds the uh, uh, the remainder of your band. It looks and very it's secure. Really, yeah, it, it's very nifty. It actually comes apart, and that's how you uh-huh. slide it into one of those loops. This was designed to go over the sleeve of a wetsuit, mm-hmm. which again, I don't do. You don't wear every day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. But I can absolutely see how that would be extremely useful You know, from this. Like it's very well designed, of course, as you can imagine. Yeah. But I am considering that I definitely want to go to the trail loop if I can find one. And of course, that's a premium price. That's an extra $100. <laughs> for yeah. one of those loops on there. Yeah, and the I, three, I definitely the, want to go to the Apple store and try that. The three bands that Apple designed specifically for the Apple Watch Ultra are all bands that Apple sells for 100 bucks each instead of the $50, which you can get right. some of the other ones. So right. here's my next question as I continue to cross-examine you. Where <laughs> yes, were you on please. the night of? No, no. So my next question <laughs> is the size of the screen. Now, you were previously yeah. using an Apple Watch Series 5. I use an Apple Watch Series 7. So my right. Series 7 is already... Um, if I remember correctly, my screen's a little bit bigger than yours um, because they increased yes. that in the series uh, seven did. or six. I forget. Right. So, um, so I already have a slightly bigger screen than you, and you basically jumped over that size to go one more size up. So you sort of go, have gone two notches bigger. So as you look down at your watch yeah. and you're looking at, you know, a text message or, or words or pictures or whatever it is you're looking at, um, right. What do you think about? I mean, is it noticeable that it's bigger? Do you like it? Absolutely. Do you not like it? What What do you think about that? I'm liking it. I'm I'm get, I'm getting to the point. I would say that, and we've heard this in several places because we're going to talk about. <laughs> we'll eventually get to some of the stories you link to, uh, which one of them I completely agree with, which is the iOS developer David Smith. Yeah. It is a computer on my wrist, and, yeah. and I got to tell you the way I've been thinking about it, Jeff. Like I feel like this to me at least, because you're right. I I stopped at a series five. I didn't go six, seven, eight. This to me is the most functional Apple Watch that I have used because I feel like I have more access 
to the things that I do. Like even when you're in a workout mode, you can have an extra line here, right? That Wayfinder watch face gives you, I think you can get up to eight complications on it, which I just love having all that information. I will tell you the other where the place that I found to be so incredibly useful is when I am typing a text message. I never typed on the other screens, right? Right. I can really use the keyboard on there when I want to a lot of most Mm -hmm. of the time I just use Siri on there. But when I want to use the keyboard, it really works pretty fantastically. I, I was very impressed with that. Just the ability to see so much, everything is so much more clearer. I feel like there's just more room to move around. It was almost in my mind, you know, going from some of the smaller versions of the iPhone to a bigger screen on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. That's the way I feel like this now. I can certainly see, I, I, I'll be honest with you, a couple of times I thought, okay, is this too much? Was it too silly? Was it, you know, should I go and just replace it with a Series 8? you know, the larger size series eight, which I've always done the larger size on all of the watches, right? My Mm -hmm. wife and my daughter go to the smaller size, but I always like the larger size anyway. But I have to tell you now, from this point, now using it almost a week now, um, I, 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 it would be, I would be hard pressed to go backwards. Like the screen is just amazing and it's so accessible. It's all flat, right? Which is all the Mm -hmm. other Apple watches have had rounded corners on there. And I'm really starting to like that other than just, I still have to get around that bulky uh, component there. Yeah. I don't know if I personally would, and I I haven't tried one yet, if I would find the flat edge a plus or a minus, because I actually do like the rounded corners because it tricks you into thinking that it's a more svelte unit, you know, that it's a little bit smaller than it actually is. And I do like that. Um, But the bigger screen, I mean, I'll tell you that one millimeter increase between the, I think it was between the six and the seven when they Mm -hmm. went up. Um, I agree with you. It may, it's a tiny difference, but it's a noticeable difference, especially on things like the, um, the keyboard. And I can only imagine that going up one step more would be better. And although I, you know, I certainly do not have a reason to be going scuba diving and mountain climbing and all that sort of stuff very often. (laughs) And that's the part of me that thinks the Apple watch ultra is not for me. Um, There are three features on this Apple watch that I am very jealous of. And maybe one day I would get one. Uh One of them is that bigger screen. Um, Another one is the bigger battery. And this is another thing I'll link to today. I fix it, took apart the Apple watch. And they, I mean, the reason that you get better battery life and, and it's not just efficiency, although I'm sure there's some of that too, is that it's actually almost doubles the size of the battery. I mean, the battery is twice as large. And so, um, and I will tell you, I think I mentioned to this last week, ever since I got um, uh, watch OS nine, I have been wearing my watch all night long, every night to track sleep, just because I want to do it for a few weeks and just see what I think about it. But I tell you, it's like yesterday, normally what I would do is I'll charge it during the day a little bit. And yesterday I had such a busy day at work, Brett, that I just completely forgot. And I'm, I'm leaving my office at six o'clock and my uh-huh. watch says it's about to die. It's got 10% left. I'm like, oh, I've got to charge it today. So as soon as I went home, I had to put it on the charger and then I didn't have it on while we were having dinner. And since yeah. I wear an Apple watch all the time, I feel like I'm naked without having the Apple uh-huh. watch in my arm. It's bizarre. <laughs> so, but that's the thing. So that, you know, having, especially if you're going to wear it overnight, Having that extra battery life, you tell me, I would imagine that it's it's really nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of the top three. Absolutely. And it just blows me away because, again, I came from a Series 5, which I had to charge it by the end of the evening. And if I had gotten up early that day and had a long day like that, my watch would almost be completely dead by maybe, you know, 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. And I would mm-hmm. have to charge it over there if I, you know, overnight, if I had, if I wanted to have any semblance of using it the next day. Mm-hmm. This Apple Watch Ultra, I've worn it for two days. I I would say uh, a a full day, overnight, completely overnight, no charge. The next full day, 
And I think I got through the entire next night and it was maybe down to like right about 20% or so or something like yeah, that. That's astonishing. That's so much that better. That is than, incredible. You know, but, you know. And we've pointed out, you know, a lot of people would maybe would, would ping us and say, you know, well, there's other Garmin's and other watches, you know, that can go for weeks or something like that. I get sure, it. Sure. But they but don't like, have all the advantages of the Apple watch exactly. and integration with that, the iPhone and everything else. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, the screen and the battery are in the, in, 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 I would say in the top two, top yeah. three. I mean, and then that for, has just been the most fascinating thing for sure. For me, what I think would be the third one that I would appeal, but, but I don't know and this one i really defer to you is that action button because when apple first announced the action button i thought this is great to have an extra button you can use for apps now the yeah. one criticism that i've heard people uh um, voice since the ultra has come out is that although the apple the action button is useful there's a limited number it's not very tiny i want to say it's yeah. like eight different things you can do but i heard yeah. one person say the other day you know when i looked at the eight different things None of them really jumped out at me. And so I ended up just assigning it to the flashlight, which is yeah. fine because sometimes we use a flashlight. Which is incredible. But frankly, if, if you know, if you're just going to have an extra button for a flashlight, that's not even. So, so hence, <laughs> right. my question to you is, um, yeah. what do you have your action button assigned to right now? Um, yeah. And what do you think about it? Right now, it's, it's a setting a waypoint. So okay. when I got it the next day, uh, last Saturday, I walked around, you know, Millennium Park in Chicago and just different places. I wanted to just walk around and, and, and try that out, as well as <laughs> the cameras on my new iPhone Pro 14 Pro, which was which was fantastic. But just just having that capability, like setting a waypoint for me, at least that was that was the thing that I selected. I completely mm -hmm. agree with you, like many other people, that there should be more options on on that mm -hmm. action button and honestly i think you know every time that i think about things with with apple products i i i, I uh, portion them out like okay is that something that requires a hardware upgrade or could apple do something like that with a software upgrade and in my mind this should be easy for apple to improve the options with that action button on the software side which just gets mm -hmm. me excited like you know when they release the next you know versions of, of watch os that you know there, who knows what else that you could be assigned Plus, mm -hmm. I think when third-party developers start utilizing this or getting access to it or being aware of it, similar to the dynamic island on the iPhone 14, I think we'll see more people taking, a, taking advantage of it. So I got to tell you, that, had, that was not like the biggest, um, uh, that, yeah. that wasn't anywhere near the top of the list. It's been nice to have, but I just, I haven't delved into it quite as much in doing that. I will tell you though, probably for me, the other third thing is just the screen capability from from a brightness perspective when sure. you turn on that flashlight jeff i used it when i was in, in a hotel room and it was quite blinding it was yeah. amazing how bright that was because this face this apple watch is like 2000 nits right whereas mm -hmm. the highest that i think the series 8 can go is 1000 nits right so um, you're outside which, in bright sunlight you can really see that thing I'm no sure. problems whatsoever nothing no Truly. Yeah, really and to nice. me, I love having that capability on there. Like, I just like being able to see it all the time. And to the point where I got to tell you, it's almost too bright sometimes. Yeah. I don't, you know, when I'm sitting like maybe in a, in a you know, a, a darkened airline or something like that, like, I don't want it to be quite that bright. But I love the little Wayfinder option in this new Apple Watch face called Wayfinder that Apple put out only on the Ultra, that if you just spin the digital crown, that it will go into like this red mode. And Jeff, that is very, very cool. I feel every time I do it, I feel like I'm in Mission Impossible or something. Yeah. But but quickly on that, you know, you were talking about the action button. I gotta tell you, 
I love the digital crown on this Apple Watch as well. From a hardware perspective, I've heard people say that they prefer so it easy. and that they don't prefer yeah. it. Some people say it's easier to spin because it's a little bit yeah. bigger. And some yeah. people have said that because of the guard that protects yeah. the side of it, it's harder yeah. to spin. But you think it's easier. I f- I find it great. Like I much prefer it. Like if I go back and go to an older Apple watch now, it's like, wow, like this is so teeny tiny. Like, you know, this isn't quite as functional. I love the, yeah. the, the hardiness of it. I think, you know, the whole thing, of course, yeah. but yeah, so to wrap it up, it. you know, that video that I linked to you from <laughs> David Smith, who yes. is, uh, and, and, you know, David Smith is a great uh, developer, you know, widget Smith, which is a fantastic app that makes the lock screen so yeah. much more useful on the new iPhone 14 and, and, and widgets on your screen and other great apps. But anyway, he, ha- he took this for like a, a three day hike through the Scottish Highlands. He uh, created a YouTube a video, video, which is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, even just from yeah. a travel photography standpoint, it's worth watching, but throughout the video, he in real time was saying, you know, here's how I'm using the Apple Watch right now. Here's what worked yeah. really well with the Ultra. Here's what yeah. did not work. And he had this interesting analogy that noted that he said the yeah. Apple Watch Ultra is like a pickup truck in that uh-huh. on the one hand, if you want to be, I'm carrying around a bunch of gravel and all that sort of stuff. You've got that <laughs> capability that you wouldn't have with a normal car, but you can still use it like a normal car. You can pick up the kids from school. You can, right. you know, go to go to church. You could go to those shop shopping mall. You can do all this sort of stuff. So right. um, what what do you think about that analogy? And what do you, I mean, having used Spot a regular on. Apple Watch for so long. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spot on. I, I think that was excellent. I hadn't thought about that. And this reminds me back however many years it was that Steve Jobs was on the stage talking to Walt Mossberg and, you know, they were asking about windows versus Apple. And I can't remember the exact quote that Steve Jobs had that time, but he was comparing, um, uh, you know, the, the, the fact that, you know, computers can, can be like pickup trucks or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Mm -hmm. I remember exactly, but it just made me think about that. But when it comes, when it applies to the Apple watch ultra, absolutely. Like I don't need a pickup truck. (laughs) To do the things that I do to tootle around town or to drive to the airport or to go run to the grocery store. And I know most people that I know that have a pickup truck, they don't need a pickup truck for doing mm-hmm. that. But they prefer to have a pickup truck, either because it makes them feel better, either because just in case that they you need, need the to like power, bring right? a, you know, a slab of plywood from Home Depot or they, you know, you know, several extra bags of mulch from Lowe's or something like that. Like they can use it and they don't have to borrow one from somebody else. And it still works in that way. I think that is absolutely spot on. Yeah, he says yeah. in here also that if Apple had instead made a dump truck, <laughs> which is an analogy to the highly specialized sports specific watches, it certainly mm-hmm. would have been able to carry more gravel than a pickup, but also have been way less useful overall i really think that apple did a good job of the balancing here as in for exactly that it's a pickup truck right you can use it you know it 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 may use a little extra gas it has a little too much torque you know you're never going to go off road necessarily but it could do that if you needed it to go if there once in my life that i do finally get to hawaii and go scuba diving guess what i'm ready but i don't need it for my every day but i sure do appreciate the the extra components on there yeah. Well, we should move on, but I will be interested to hear, Brett, and I know that you'll do this anyway, over the coming <laughs> weeks as you use it more, as you find yeah. some things that you like more, some things that you don't like more. Um, I mean, you've had such an extensive history with the other size, Apple, the regular size Apple yeah. Watches, that I think you'll be a great person to sort of compare what's better yeah. and what's worse about the Ultra. Well, one more comment quickly. Yes, please, I, please. I mentioned this last week, but I, I wanted to just bring this up again, because your review or your article mm-hmm. of why lawyers and other business professionals will love the 2022 models of the Apple Watch is, you know, you just mentioned earlier, you always go for the stainless steel model. And I think we went through this last last week, that if you price out 
the stainless steel model, which I really think is a better way to go. Mm-hmm. If you price that out on the large size, and if you get the cellular model of the stainless steel versus the mm-hmm. aluminum version, which is what I get, you're yeah. only you're only about fifty dollars away yeah. from the price and of so, the Apple Watch Ultra. This is why <laughs> I mean, just to predict the future a little that bit, put me over. Know, like it's your fault, really, because that put me over. Cause honestly, because you're really pretty close. So I'm already <laughs> every time I buy a new Apple Watch, I'm already spending so much that it's very close. And if that large size yeah. doesn't seem too obnoxiously large for you, and I don't know that it would for me, um, you know, in another year or two. Apple will yeah. come out with an Ultra 2 or something like that. Maybe one with an increased processor. I mean, if there's one right. downside right. of the, the Apple Watch that you just purchased is that it does right. use the same processor that we used last year and stuff like that. So um, maybe with a faster processor that, you know, for example, I would love to use the action button for shortcuts because you can do that yes, right now. Exactly. But I've heard people say that shortcuts on the Apple Watch is still a little slow. I don't know if it's a, if it's a software issue or if it's a hardware issue with the chip inside of it. But part of me hopes that maybe the second generation model of the Ultra will be faster because of a faster chip and because of a more efficient operating system. And maybe that would make the action button even more useful. And maybe then, right. you know, if I decide to upgrade. So I, it wouldn't surprise me if that's in my future. Yeah. But no, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm keenly future. aware of what you're talking about. So, okay. So let's okay, move on to the that? next. The second thing that you bought was yes. the, um, the AirPods Pro, which I do yes, have sir. those. I'm we talked about, actually, I guess since, since you we did spoke a great last, review, I, I yeah. did a big review this week of all the different pros and you know, advantages. Um, I love the AirPods Pro. They're, they're great fun. One of the things that people did not, in fact, a, a week ago when we were recording last week's episode, we did not know this yet. But if you get the AirPods Pro that are um, that are engraved, I mean, mine have iPhone uh-huh. JD on here, that yeah. not only do you see it on the case and you see it much more prominently than you did before, but when you open up your Apple Watch, I mean, I'm sorry, when you open up your iPhone to connect it and you see a little graphical uh-huh. representation of your case, it actually shows the engraving. Now, I've since so cool. seen people see say that this only works if you order the engraving through the Apple yeah. Store app, the same app that you were talking about before, right? Because that's how you can get the engraving on there, and, and you can order exactly. it. There. I guess you can get engraving online, but if you want Memoji, you need to use the app. But right, um, if you're in New York City and you go to the <laughs> Apple Store Fifth Avenue, that store is so big that they actually can do engraving right there on an AirPods oh. Pro while you're there. But but because they're doing it in store, it yeah. will not. It be a work. part of the firmware yeah, yeah. or whatever it is yeah. to actually go over yeah. to the phone. So that's a reason to do it. Right. So, but again, but engraving is a tiny little thing. Um, overall, it's AirPods so Pro. Yeah. I mean, Wait, it's, you, it's you a, silly it's little Apple. Thing. I can't believe you did something like that. <laughs> and like it was everybody, a surprise. No one knew. Right. When exactly. People started to realize it. And I was one of them, you know, shortly after we recorded last week, when I first saw it, I'm like, come on. That's yeah, exactly. very clever. You that's clever little Apple. Good for you. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I mean, it is a, a very nice improvement in every, in every different oh, yeah. way. I'm sure you will agree. Yeah. The noise yes. cancellation, noticeably better. The transparency yes. mode, noticeably better. Yes. The music quality, better. Um, I don't notice it that much. I mean, if I'm <laughs> looking for it and I go back and forth between my old pair and my new pair, I can hear it. But yeah. You know, just listen to music, whatever. But it's nice to know that I'm, I have better quality. Um, and I really like the speaker in the case. I, I just used it yesterday. I couldn't remember yeah. where my case was. I swore my case was upstairs in my house. And I'm looking. I'm like, where is it? And I had left it downstairs on my couch. And, you know, using the little speaker and stuff, you could make it beep and find it. And it was right. easy to find. And I, that, that's something that would have been a lot more aggravating. So I, I love it for all the reasons that I've put in here. What, what are your thoughts after the last week of using them? Totally the same. I absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, I knew this was um, 
going to be a no-brainer at the very least <laughs> this was going to was was going to be what i was going to get and i just happened to like throw in and watch in an iphone mm-hmm. as well like mm-hmm. this was the goal for me to get uh to get these because i knew how much that i had been using and both you and i have sort of mentioned that our first generation uh you've mentioned like some charging issues i gotta be honest i've, I've noticed some like buzzing issues but i i just kind of held off like i didn't reset them or i didn't mm-hmm. do anything else because i kind of knew that this was probably going to be coming out and i wanted to upgrade and now I've let my my daughter have my old ones, and she's loving it. Like she my son got it, my know. old ones, and he's okay, good, loving it. Okay, good. Okay, good. We, we just pass it so down. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But these new ones, I have to tell you, I definitely. Uh, I was a little nervous because I had seen some pre-reviews where people were saying, oh, it's, you know, it's not that big of an upgrade. Like if you got the first gen, don't worry about the second gen. But as soon as I put them in, I could tell the difference on the noise cancellation. When I got on the plane uh, last week, I could immediately tell, oh, yeah, this is a little bit better. Mm-hmm. This, in fact, this could be much better. And you also linked to a fantastic video from uh, Marquez, MKHBD. Mm-hmm. MKBHD, sorry, I'll keep getting those mixed up. But what he talks about, and you pointed this out in your in your post today, Jeff, that uh, you can use the transparency mode, which filters out some very loud sounds, and it can almost do some filtering, or at least some um, uh, 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 bringing those noises down almost immediately because yeah. it has that H2 chip. And I got to tell you, I noticed that even before I watched the video that you linked to, but now that Marquez described it, I was like, oh, that's why it felt a little cleaner. Like when I was walking around Chicago, there was exactly what Marquez does in this video. There was an ambulance, you know, a big, huge siren, that kind of a thing happening. And I was like, wow, like, okay, I can tell that this ambulance is racing right next to me, you know, right here on the street. But maybe it's not as loud. Maybe they don't do as loud sirens in the city or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. But sure enough, it was because I had the AirPods Pro in and I had it, you know, the second gen- generation and I had it set on transparency mode. And because the processing power inside these can immediately hear a very loud sound, it can immediately dumb it down a little bit, you know, just yeah. lower it down a little bit so that it doesn't like starkly like hit you in the face. And yeah. that to me is brilliant. Yeah, it's neat stuff. The um, the whole idea of active noise cancellation that because in order for it to work, whether it's in the noise cancellation mode or the adaptive the transparency mode, transparency it has mode, to right. at the at almost literally the same time the noise is being made, it needs to be processed so that it right. can be you know dampened if you're in noise cancellation mode or right. so that it could be replayed within your ear canal if you're in transparency mode. That's really fascinating technology, to be honest. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's an, and the idea that Bose you know pioneered this stuff and they came out with it. I want to say in the year 2000, I mean, a long time ago, back when the technology was much more simplistic than it is today, it's fascinating that it even works, um, you know, but of course I can totally understand the flip side that with the most advanced technology, like the brand new H2 chip that Apple has in these new AirPod Pros, that it's going to be even better because you have a better chip that can do a better job with it. Um, The feature that you were just talking about, which is not just transparency, but which is adaptive transparency. So you hear the outside world, but anything above 85 decibels will be softened so that it's not quite as obnoxious in your ear. That right. is a feature of the brand new AirPods Pro second generation. Mm-hmm. But we learned that one of the things I linked to from Mac Rumors this week is that from the beta version of the upcoming version of the operating system, that specific feature is also coming to the first generation AirPods Pro. And it yes. will be interesting for people to say that with the H1 chip of the first generation, 
Does it do just as good of a job for that one particular function as the H2? My guess is it probably will. My guess is Apple would not have brought the feature right. back right. to the current generate to the prior generation unless it thought that the performance was pretty good. But that's nice because it is a nice little feature. Um, but again, overall, AirPods Pro, you know, are a big win. I've been very happy with them. Um, they're, they they're they almost great. become they're almost becoming my my uh, <laughs> like uh, what what do I want to call it my robo ears mm-hmm. because honestly if I'm downtown in Chicago walking around you know there's always noises you know horns blaring you know sirens happening jackhammer construction all this kind of stuff I just keep them in Jeff yeah like and I I used to not want to do that because I like to be aware of my surroundings and that kind of thing but it's so good honestly. I keep it in knowing that it's going to protect my hearing. And then if I go inside, you know, at a coffee shop or something, and I just want to like <laughs> erase the world around me, I just tap and hold and it goes into the noise cancellation mode. And then I'm just, I'm just like in my own little world and I can get some work done. And if I, you know, if I see somebody, something happening or somebody running, I can click and go into transparency mode and I can still continue to do work. Maybe listen to my podcast or music while still being aware of surroundings. Anyway, I just, I just kind of like that idea. I'm thinking of it like there are just like an exoskeleton, (laughs) like an extra Uh little thing for my, uh, for my ears. And and that's good stuff. Cool stuff. Okay, so, so now we move on yeah. to your, your, your third purchase, <laughs> the iPhone. And we've talked about the iPhone a lot on the iPhone 14 Pro, which is what you got. Um, right. Now, um, of course. you told me before the show that your your choices and colors were gold or gold, apparently. <laughs> so you got the gold. I could one, have huh? any iPhone Pro that I wanted. Well, again, this is this was along the lines of, you know, I, I got on the on the app, and you can go and configure. And I would say, okay, I want the deep purple one. Nope, not available. I mean, mm-hmm. it was available. But not at that store that I was at, right? I'd have to wait until like, you know, beginning of November or something like that. Okay, well, okay, then I'm going to change it. What about the the black, the deep black? Uh, nope, not available. Okay, uh, silver? Uh, nope, not available. Okay, what about the gold color? And yay, it was there. So that's when I did it. Now, I got to tell you, the only – this almost looks white on the back. I don't know if you can see it on the Yeah, hold on the it up closer there. to your camera. I'm sort of saying, yeah. yeah. It, it's a it, very this, light gold, yeah. It is a very – it's almost like a white gold if you sure, if you want to put sure. it that way to the point where – and then I got the case around it. That's why obviously you can see I got the MagSafe mm-hmm, case. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I got to tell you, I like it. Like from the front that, the, the, you know, that I normally see all the time, I never see that color all the time. And it, and it doesn't bother me really to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, I can be – I can tell it's a little flashy. It wasn't my first choice, but it wasn't mm-hmm. a bad choice uh, yeah, on there. Yeah, that's a good way to put uh, it. And, you know, to me the biggest thing is – it uh, somebody I said I heard on a on a podcast. It's not a camera bump. It's a camera mesa. Yeah, <laughs> like the it's cameras huge. are just so huge on the back there, and everybody yeah. nobody cares about the color. If I you know if I'm using <laughs> it, and somebody makes a comment of it, no one has commented on the color, Jeff. But everybody was has everybody has been like, wow, those are big cameras you got on that. <laughs> that phone yeah. there and i'm like yeah that's the way it goes but oh my goodness you talked about this last week too the picture quality coming out of this is incredible you had a couple yeah. of links this week too it's nice yeah more and more people are using it i had a couple of links to some other folks taking even more pictures of it um you know the, what you're showing right now is the jason snell article but there right. was also an article by uh ben lovejoy of nine to five back who is saying that you know whenever i travel which yeah. is a time when you're trying to take some of the nicest pictures of a place that you haven't been to before and may not go to again he goes i'm just gonna st- i mean this this is the one to use and there are i mean um there there's obviously going to be circumstances in which a nicer more expensive camera is going to take better pictures but the flip 
side is also true. Right. There are circumstances right. in which, especially things like the one that you're showing right now, which is sort of dim light, when you have uh, different yeah. lights and um, high uh, dynamic range, HDR is going to be really good. I mean, I think the iPhone is better at HDR than even you know high-end cameras. High-end yeah. cameras aren't going to basically do it at all. You're going to have to bring it into something like Photoshop afterwards and adjust the raw image yourself. Whereas the iPhone, you just take the picture. And it's done. And if you want to you take a second one, you can just, you know, maybe it'll be a little different, but it's just so much easier. So for so many different functions, the, the iPhone 14 camera, 14 Pro camera is just, just fantastic. Um, I don't know, going quickly back to this uh, video from David Smith that you watched. Mm -hmm. I watched the entire thing to the very, very end. And like you said, there's some amazing shots of the Which Scottish you took Islands. With the 14 Pro, yeah. But it was all recorded on an iPhone 14 Pro. And I got to tell you, when I was watching the video, Jeff, before the very end, I was like, "Is he? Is he using an iPhone? Because this is." really good this looks really really good and he's yeah. up in the highlands and he's you know in water and in different you know there's cloudy it's sunny it's all kinds of stuff and sure enough at the very end he mentions that yes he used an iphone 14 pro uh so that's from the video aspect but then this story from ben lovejoy that you linked to talking about these are some incredible shots that yeah. you know he's getting and and i did the same thing i went last saturday i walked around like i said millennium park you know looked at the bean and and you know different things and just got, you know, I, I did just what you were talking about. I went into the raw uh, image mode, you know, the 48 megapixel. And boy, mm -hmm. they are humongous size of They're files. They're big pictures. They're big pictures. But they yeah. look so good. I could zoom in to the detail, which was just incredible. And again, we talked about this a lot last week, too. I know. But unless, you know, I, I mean, you can tell they look good, but you don't realize how good it is when until you start comparing it to some pictures that, you know, maybe were even taken with the iPhone 13 or the 12. It's mm -hmm. just incredible. I mean, I feel like you know, we all know, we always know the camera gets better with each iPhone, but it seemed like Apple made, a, like they took maybe three steps ahead instead of just the normal one step ahead. Like they really yeah. did a little bit of a leapfrog here and that's good. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. I like Anything that. else jumping into you? But I mean, the cam the camera's a big one. You've only had the 14 Pro for about a week now. Any other? Yeah. I mean, there's there's lots of other great new features. Anything else jumping out at you? The for example, the, the always on screen. Do, do you like it? Do you not like yeah. it? Do you not? You know care? what? I, I, I want to hear your take on it too. But I got to tell you, um, I I I don't like the always on screen because I, I think I read in Mark Gurman's newsletter uh, last week. It feels like I look down on it and I'm like, why 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 is it on? Why is it still on? Like, I thought I clicked the side button. I thought it went off. I thought it was like, why is it on? Is it draining my battery? The reason that I do love it is because when I'm playing music on it, Jeff, and last week my tip was, you know, you can tap on the screen on the, uh, the album cover art and it pops up. I can just glance down and see what's playing. Like if I yeah. usually have a playlist that, you know, is playing, you know, a, a shuffled mix and I don't know what I'm like, wow, what is that song? I love that. I would have to pick up the phone. I would have to unlock it, go all the way into, you know, Spotify or Apple Music. But now I can just glance down and see the cover art and the name that I absolutely love. So I th those are my pros and cons. How do you yeah. like it so far? It's growing on me more and more. I I'm yeah. now past the yeah. point where it looks weird. And initially you look down and you're like, oh my goodness, my screen's on. Well, you know, my battery's gonna be lost. No, you, you get past that. Um, right. <laughs> two, two things that I have enjoyed about it over the past week. One of them was, as you just mentioned, your tip from last week, which I didn't know about until you told us that when you're listening to music, you can tap the album art and yeah. make it big. Once you told me that tip, um, I, as I've been listening to music this week and I have my iPhone just sort of sitting there, 
having right. the big album art there, even when the phone is dimmed, I do like it. And so uh -huh. that has been one of the first things that, so that's a great tip from last week. I, I'm going to, you know, re-tip re it this week. Is that a thing? Retip. Good. Anyway, so it's a good tip. <laughs> um, another thing that I've liked about it is I mentioned last week that when I looked down at my phone with the always on state, but when the phone had dimmed, I could easily see the time, but the yes. um, widgets I thought were a little small. Maybe that's just because my eyesight's not right. that great. Right. But again, this whole SERS show is very circular. Going back to our, you know, friend David Smith, who makes <laughs> Widget Smith, the yeah. Widget Smith app can create widgets for the lock screen. And I chose one widget. Uh, both of my widgets are now Widget Smith apps. One of them okay. that I have okay. is the temperature. And he's got a nice widget that it's just like the, the temperature, like the entire uh, height of the widget area is a right. big number, the temperature. And because that's so big, it's super easy for me to see. And right oh, next to it, he has okay. a single okay. icon of like, right now I'm looking at a sun icon because it's a sunny day or there would be a cloud there if it was partly cloudy. And so having the right widget, which is bigger for me, even if my phone is way away from me, I can right. glance at it. I can see the weather. I can see the current conditions, which I like. Right. And then in the position that's next to it, I'm using another widget Smith um, widget. And this one is, I mean, just for now, I'm just trying it out. It's actually the information from my circles on my Apple watch. So it's got my, my, it just, it just has the number. It's like the number for my red circle, okay. dot, the numbers for my green circle and the number for my stand circle. So I can see that, you know, I've, you know, got my, you know, certain number of stand hours. Um, that one, it's nice because it's super easy to see. What I don't like about it is it doesn't update as quickly as my watch. So as I'm looking at it right oh, now, my okay. phone is claiming I have three stand hours. I actually have five stand hours right now. So, you know, it's not updating quite quickly enough. And I don't think that's his fault. That's how often Apple lets you update widgets. Um, but suffice yeah, it to say, right. as I'm playing with widgets more, deciding what I like more, um, I'm starting to get it to get a little more used to it. Um, it's totally not an essential feature, um, but right. it's there and it's interesting and it, it's it's more interesting than I guess not having it. So um the other thing quickly, because I know we talked about it last time, is the dynamic island, of course. I oh, and that's, the, that's my favorite. I love it. Yep. You link to a review from Jason Snell. No phone is an island, uh, <laughs> but it is a camera. Uh, but I, I I have to say, Mark Gurman wrote this and, and from, from his newsletter last week, and I, and, I, and I have to agree. I love it. I love the dynamic island. But when I'm playing music up there, if I just want it to expand a little bit, you tap and hold. Right. If you tap the dynamic island while music is playing, it will go into the app that was playing. Like for me, it's Spotify. Right. Um, Mark German said he feels like it should be swapped. And I got to tell you, maybe I shouldn't have read that newsletter because I can't get rid of that out of my mind. Yeah, yeah, I almost feel like that, too. That too. Like I want to tap it and have it expand just to see a little bit more. Right. But if I want to go into the app, I want to tap and hold. But Apple switched it around. And, you know, again, it's a tiny little thing, but I just know. For me, I absolutely love the dynamic island. I mean, that is really, really, really fantastic. But again, this to me, it doesn't bother me as much because this would be, again, something that could easily be switched or, you know, even given like a toggle from Apple from a software perspective. In other words, they could change this or something like that easily in a software update, whereas, you know, it's not reliant on the, on the hardware side. So at least that's a little bit of a, of a grace that <laughs> I'm thinking about on there. 
<laughs> okay. That's a lot. I know we're, we, we're, yeah, we're going over we quite a bit. To our tips. That's been a long show. But. Why don't we do that? We had a couple of, you had a couple of great things, even, you know, iPads being found in Pompeii, <laughs> which I think is great. Uh, I'll, I, maybe I'll include a couple of links, but yeah, let's get to the tips real quick because I know we're going over. Uh, I'm going to still give another iOS 16 tip because I know we've already jumped into a few of these, but I will tell you one of the things that was different and I haven't seen a lot of people talking about this is the very bottom of your home screen now has a search button there. This is typically, and, and it's still there, but this is typically where little dots were showing up that would represent the number of home screens that you would have. And you could just right. swipe back and forth, obviously, on your screen. Well, now down to the bottom, there it's it's a little search button. Now, the only time that I've seen people talk about this, in fact, I'll bring up a story right here, is people don't like it and they want to know, how do I get it back to just the little dots? Like, I don't like the search button on there. So most of the stories that I've seen are how to remove the home screen search button. And if you want to do this just quickly, you can go into your settings and you can go to the home screen and you can just say, turn off the search or don't don't show search on the home screen. But I got to tell you, I started liking it a little bit, Jeff. First of all, if you wanted to search your phone, you would have typically, like I usually hold my phone and I would have had to reach up with my thumb and swipe down from the middle of the screen. Not a big deal, but in some cases, I'm holding the phone so that my thumb is already positioned down to the bottom. And I love that I can just tap on the search button now and the search function comes up. You can still get to it by swiping down in the middle of the screen if you wanted to do that. But I also like that if you tap and hold your finger on the search button, it, the phone will go into jiggly mode, which is mm. much quicker, I have found, than if you tap and hold on an app. Like if you wanted to move your apps around or delete an app, because I think, what, two iOSs ago or so, Apple changed this, that if you tap and hold on an app, instead of it immediately going into jiggly mode, a little secondary menu comes up and it says, do you want to edit the home screen or remove the app? And if you tap edit home screen, then it'll go into jiggly mode on there. But I love being able to go quick, more quickly in the jiggly mode because I'm a lot of times I'm moving things around. And also, if you tap and hold and just swipe on that search button, it will very quickly run through your different home screens. I think this was there and available last time as well, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it's kind of hidden now if you have the search screen on. I find if you want to if you want to tap and swipe, you got to do it pretty quickly because if you tap and hold for any length of time, you know, like half a second or so, it'll go into that jiggly mode. But I just love having that search capability right there because I can just tap on that and then the keyboard comes up at the very bottom and then I can just use my thumb to quickly go in and search for an app and, you know, launch it from there. So if you don't like it, you can turn it off if you want it to look the same way. But in my opinion, to me, this was similar from iOS 15 when Apple changed the way Safari worked, right? You you had tabs or you could swipe up from the very bottom and I loved having all of that availability there with just using my thumb and being able to swipe up in Safari. And in the same way, I feel like this is Apple giving, um, you know, they thought through, through this a little bit and just giving you a few more capabilities, you know, directly from my thumb without me having to like use two hands to swipe down or something like that. So that's my tip is that little search button in iOS 16. I like it, but if you don't, you can take it off. Yeah. My tip is also sort of an iOS 16 tip, although not because it's something new in 16. The tip is um, you should pay attention to whether or not you have Wi-Fi calling turned on. Oh, yeah. Wi-Fi calling has been around since I think 2015, a long time. And what right. it means is that if your phone is in an area where the cell phone signal is weak, um, but if you're on Wi-Fi, your right. carrier will allow you to place the call or receive calls using Wi-Fi, which can be much stronger than cellular. And so, I mean, right here in my office, I'm up on the 46th floor of a big office tower. And 
cell phone signal is not great up here. Um, mm-hmm. But if I have Wi-Fi calling on, my Wi-Fi is plenty good in my office and my, my, phone qual- my phone quality is good as a result. The reason I mentioned this tip today, even though it's not something, well, first of all, if you didn't know about it, it's a good new tip for you. But even if you did know about it, you might want to take a look at it because when I updated my old iPhone to the new iPhone 14 Pro, it moved all my settings over and stuff like that. But for uh-huh. some reason, it did not move this particular setting. Was that a quirk for my phone? Is it true huh. for everybody? So I've always had it turned on. Um, I don't remember in past years when I've done upgrades having to go and change this, but I was using my iPhone sitting here at my desk and I noticed the call quality wasn't great. And I'm like, I wonder why the call quality is so poor. And so why I looked, if I went to the settings app and I looked on cellular and then I looked yeah. at Wi-Fi calling and it was turned off. Are you looking at yours right now too? I am. And guess what? It's it turned is off. turned off. You're so, absolutely the, right. There might be wow. a safety reason for it because when you turn it on, your carrier will then say, okay, now here's the downside. If you place a call to 911 or whatever emergency services right. is in your country, right. Um, right. And if you're on Wi-Fi, we may not know as precisely where you are because we can't use the cell phone towers to yep, triangulate it's doing you. doing that right and now. So what it asks right. you to do is to confirm your home address. Now, just because you're on Wi-Fi doesn't mean you're at home, but at least that's of all the places you might be, perhaps that's the most common place for you to be right. if you're calling nine one one is if you're home. And um, so it so it wants you to just double check that. So we'll at least start with that. So so it's interesting. So now we have two data points, you and me. So I encourage others if Wi-Fi calling is yeah. something you've yeah. taken advantage of in the past. After you've done the upgrade to the iPhone 14 or 14 Pro, just double check and see if you still have it turned on. Um, there's another yeah. feature on the same screen that allows you to use Wi-Fi calling for other devices, which right, means not only that. could your phone take it, but also you could use Wi-Fi to have like your iPad also do phone calls. I've always had that turned off just because if I'm using a phone, I want to use my phone, not my iPad. But that's just a personal preference, whether you have that turned on or not. But anyway, that's my tip is to double check after you upgrade to iOS 16, after you upgrade to a new phone, just double check what the setting is on because it does make a difference. And I think it's nice to have, and it may have been turned off for you without you intending to turn it off. Yeah, I'm a little angry that it was turned off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. I've always had this turned on. I don't I, I don't even notice or pay attention really when I might use that versus not using that. I just have known that you know several years ago I turned it on because I thought, okay, well, this is great in case it needs it. But I haven't seen anything to tell me that this was turned off on my behalf. And I'm like, what do you think you're doing? Thank you so much, Jeff, for that public service. What network do you there. use? I use AT&T. AT, AT, I'm on AT&T okay. as well. So maybe right. it's an AT&T only thing. Well, I'll be curious to hear from some listeners if you know, yeah, Verizon know. And, and T-Mobile, some of the other ones are doing it as well. I don't, I don't know what caused it to happen, but. There it is. I'm so glad you pointed that out. I would have never even thought about it on there. Mm-hmm. You know, and you it sounds like you just found out because you could you know that you get better reception, you know, when you're making phone calls. Oh, interesting. Interesting. All right, good. I'm going to set that up. And like you said, it just asked me that comes up with a pops up with a screen and says, you know, verify your home address. And I'm assuming, you know, just because they want to be a little bit more specific um, on the uh, uh, on the address if you have an emergency call. Great stuff. Woo, okay, I know we went a little bit long, but it was so fun, Jeff, and I knew we were going to talk about this quite a bit. But uh, man, maybe next week, <laughs> maybe next week we'll see what other new devices <laughs> they get. Maybe you get an Apple Watch Ultra for next week, and we can talk about that again. <laughs> uh, we'll Either way, we'll talk to you next week, my friend. Okay, thanks, Brett. Bye, bye, everybody.